When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And joining us now, I'll tell you what, Marshy just got a whole lot better looking. Uh, Tim Oren's just uh, jumped into the to the screen. G'day, mate. How are you? G'day, guys. I just thought I'd come and give you a bit of that sort of Aussie flavour to the show. I know you sort of, you know, we call in sometimes, but Marshy invited me into his home to try a little home brew, so I thought I'd just jump on for five minutes and give you a bit of an update on the Aussie teams. Well, give us an update first. How's the home brew? <laughs> little IPA, yeah, it was, um, Marshy said it was about 4.5%, but I um, I think it was about 8.6%, so uh, no, very nice. <laughs> excellent, mate, excellent. All right, well, uh, no doubt you've you've been out golfing um, uh, and, and enjoying uh, all that uh, has to offer it at Marshall Towers, uh, but what, what are you expecting from the, the coming Super Rugby season? Uh, am I close to being on the money with uh, saying that the Brumbies are the only Aussie team to probably bother the semifinals? Oh, I think the Waratahs, I've seen, you know, the Waratahs in trials and, you know, trial games is hard to work out. But, you know, second year for, obviously, for um, the coach, um, Darren Coleman and what he's brought and a lot of these younger players who have come through that first year, Mark Nongali Dewase, of course, the, the winger, how he went in his first year. And that second year is always difficult. But um, Brad Thorne and the Queensland Reds, good side. I've got all these players that have been there now for a period of time. So... I think they're going to be hard to beat. Um, but then, of course, when you look at the Brumbies, uh, Stephen Larkham, of course, back into coaching, he's had that time away now overseas over in, in Ireland. And I think he's got that opportunity now to bring this side through with Laurie Fisher, the assistant coach. Do you reckon there'll be a change in style from the Brumbies with Larkham back? I think there will. I think when Stephen Larkham first did the Brumbies, I think he was like run at all costs the way he played because, one, he... He couldn't kick as a fly half, so he was forced <laughs> to sort of run all the time. And that's the way he coached the Brumbies uh, early. And I think now when you go to Europe as a coach, you know, you've got to use kicking as a bit more of a tactical opportunity. So I think he'll blend it a little bit. Um, you know, as long as he, he's got a good back row, he's got a, a, a back line that can really get across the advantage line. So they'll be hard to beat. But I think, I mean, for us on Stan Sport and Channel 9, when we commentate, I think it's about... 60% of our audience is from New South Wales. So we need the Waratahs to be successful for, I suppose, the whole um, Super Rugby in Australia to be successful. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and traditionally, the Waratahs have been, you know, that team. They've been the strongest Australian team for, for a long time. Uh, and then it kind of fell off a cliff a couple of years ago and, and, and struggled to get it back. Uh, what about, I, I said to Marshy with my tongue firmly in cheek when we were previewing round one, uh, Force Rebels, this is the wooden spoon game. Um Force feel like they've probably made some decent additions, but the Rebels, it seems like a bit of a disaster of an experiment that's just rolling on. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, Nick Stiles is now, has been the general manager of the Rebels for last year and and he, you know, was trying to work out who was going to get selection-wise and, and get bring some new players in. And um, once he gets his fingerprints over this side, which should be, might not be this year, but next year is when the Rebels need to do something because 
you know, he's gone heavily for Samu Karevi. They get on very well. So you get someone like a Samu Karevi, you get a couple of the players around him, um, and it's a side that could do something. But, yeah, both those sides, they will scare a few teams They'll, at home, say at the Rebels or in Perth. Um, but, yeah, you'd think they'd probably be in the bottom half of, of the competition. But uh, the Western Force, they've got some newer players. But the hard thing is, and I think for the Australian teams, you need to probably recruit one or two Kiwis or someone from South Africa as a marquee player to try and build a team around. Well, Chase Tieti is that player, isn't he, for the force? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, he's a, he's a wonderful player. So they're the sort of types of players that we need to get in. And it's hard because, you know, we've only got five teams. And we, if you were trying to get a fly half, that's probably not right because we need fly halves for the Wallabies. But in a position where there's two, so whether it's wingers or second rowers or back row, I think it's a good option. Yeah, I mean, you, at the moment, it feels like you're blessed with 10s, doesn't it? You've got lots of potential 10s anyway. That's that's the word, potential 10s. Um, I don't think we've... I mean, Noel Olesio, I think he should be the number 10 for the Wallabies for the World Cup. It'll depend on whether Quade Cooper comes back. Uh, what does Eddie Jones think? New Wallaby coach where Dave Rennie loved Quade Cooper. Um, does... Does Eddie Jones like Quade Cooper, you know, or does he want to go with the younger Noel Osiu for the next five years? Yeah, and then there was, uh, what was his name, Edmed and, and Donaldson dueling it out at, at the Tars as well. I mean, ideally, if you're Australian rugby, you want one of them playing somewhere else so they can both get as many minutes starting in the 10 jersey as possible. Well, they've got two other fly halves there as well. They've got Will Harrison as well. Uh, he can play 15 and also at, at 10. And they've got, a, they've got a guy called Jack Bowen. Jack Bowen, I think he's eight, 19 years of age. He's um, Scott Bowen, who played for the Wallabies fly half for a few years back in the mid-90s, late 90s. His son, and he's something special. He's only small, but he's a very good player. So he's got four fly halves. And if we had a central sort of contracting system, two of those players, one should be the Western Force, one should be the Rebels, and give them time. Yeah, 100%, 100%. All right, Tim. Listen, thanks for sitting in, mate, uh, and, and, and and making my screen look a whole lot better. I uh, really appreciated it. Uh, go well, mate. Enjoy your golf, enjoy that IPA, and uh, enjoy your time in New Zealand, eh? Good stuff. No worries. Thanks for the invite. Oh, any time, mate. Any time. You're welcome uh, at, at Marshall Towers. Um, uh, well done, Marshall. You kept that quiet, slipped it in. Oh, I hope you were going to put your foot in your mouth, actually, Ricardo, but you're actually quite good when you slipped into the seat. Um, by the way, it came out at 8.2% that IPA. I was really trying to set him up. <laughs> oh, gee, I'll, I'll, I'll flick you a text with my, uh, with, with my address, mate. You can ship me a kick. You ship me a kick. That'll be great.